Good afternoon. I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and I have a feeling after today, Jordan's going to be changing that opinion of his. Today, we are ending our 562-day Marvel hiatus. Not an intentional hiatus, obviously, um, but the lack of content that Marvel Studios has provided for us has been pretty noticeable in the past 562 days. Wouldn't you say so, Jordan? It sure has been. <laughs> but I haven't noticed it as much as you have. Yeah. I mean, you've noticed me complain about it. Yeah. Now, I've been aware that it hasn't been there, but I, I've not been jonesing like you've been jonesing. We are... And, and all, the other thing is, if you were to tell me on July 2nd, 2019, after we reviewed Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. and you spent a good 45 minutes of the podcast Googling whether or not that was the kid in the, in the Christmas story. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> and it was. Uh, and if you were to tell me, after you Googled all that, that WandaVision would be the next Marvel property we would be seeing and we're doing a podcast on, or fresh MCU content, I guess, because mm-hmm. we've done several podcasts since then. Sure, yeah. Uh, if you were to tell me all of these things, I would be like, nah yeah you'd be like no way and especially if you were like why and it was like well the pandemic you'd be like yeah what now (laughs) and then you would sit me on your lap and you just you know go full into detail about the pandemic yeah it's gonna be a major Uh, bummer for everyone yeah (laughs) everyone no one's gonna like it fans like zero people liked it zero people or like it as it is ongoing as we were it is it is still Continual. Uh, why don't we just cut the pandemic talk and cut right into that theme? I think Marvel sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it really does. No. Love that new theme that you made specifically for this new Marvel show. Should we? So this yeah, that is also would be cool if there was like a retro one, like they yeah. did for the Wandavision theme. Well, so so this is also this is very important. Uh, this is our first Marvel or MCU television show because obviously we've talked shop about uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil, all of which uh, I'm hazy on the details, but I'm pretty sure you loved. Uh, that's not how <laughs> I recall. Hazy on the details. Uh, listen back to those and you can hear Jordan's true opinion. This is, regardless, this is the first MCU, Kevin Feige approved Marvel show, and WandaVision. It is much better than any of the snippets you watch <laughs> from any of those other Marvel shows. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll get full into your review, but if you remember, I know it's been 562 days, so the context of the show, this is our first Marvel TV show. show so, should we... Uh, should we change up? Should we have a new theme for a TV show versus a movie? Should we uh, review still six out of six Avengers? Should we? We've already talked about the structure of how we're going to do this. I think we're yeah. breaking this particular show. Uh, we're doing day one. Then we're going to do after episode five. We're going to do a middle ground episode. And then we're going to do after the series is over. We will do mm-hmm. an episode. So fans can look forward to that next ep uh, three weeks from now. Yeah. Barring any crazy delays of production, but I'm pretty sure that I have can't show. imagine that would happen at this point. <laughs> I I can't either. Disney, God, I can't take anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cade needs so this Disney. You I can't really take this away. Need, 
Disney, please. I'm dying over here. I oh, 562 days. I I I told you so. Um, I texted you this morning because uh, we've been both dying to see this show mm-hmm. uh, for a long time now. Even since I announced it uh, at the 2019 whatever the summer press conference where it announced uh, where they announced Phase mm-hmm. Four. And you were equally excited for the show. So we've been waiting that long. And today, I uh, just started a new job. Um, and I have training. That's exciting. Uh, in the morning. Yes, yes, yes. Where's your new um, job? I am a uh, instructor slash counselor at uh, the Little Keswick School. Oh, cool. Uh, which is, yes, a boarding school um, about 20 minutes from my house. And I'm going to... Uh, learn how to you know hang out or i mean not learn i'm going to <laughs> you better learn how to as, hang as out if, as if i'm the student um this is my my second day so i'm just trying to i'm learning the ropes um but basically i'm gonna be uh supervising the kids and uh you know doing all the outdoors hiking and uh uh horseback riding and maybe teach them how to play guitar as i know how to do okay um and maybe and i mean maybe play I guitar saw, on a horse i don't know if horses like that yeah, no, the horses will learn how to play guitar by the time I'm done. Yeah. That is for certain. Um, but uh, <laughs> I saw a whole bunch of, uh, I looked at the dorms today, I got the tour, and I saw a whole bunch of uh, Boba Fett art and mm. Spider-Man art, and I'm like, I'm going to fit right in with these kids. Yeah, you have the same taste. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh Long story short, I've been training, so I had to wake up at 7 a.m. this morning to get to work on time. Uh, and I I was like, I gotta, WandaVision's out now. I'm not going to be able to watch until I get off work, but I gotta have a little taste. I, I need yeah, a taste. I finished uh, watching the first episode at 7.05. Oh, really? Well, so we were watching it at the same time without knowing yeah, that the no, other got, person was watching it. I got up early because I had some reading I needed to do before class. But okay. I was like, I don't have that much reading to do. <laughs> I can sneak in and up right now. And the first one was short. Like, I was just like, how long are these going to be? And then I realized how yeah. short it was. And I was like, I could do this now while I drink my coffee. <laughs> Would you, if you were to tell yourself at the start of this podcast, so this is May 2017, after we record that first episode, uh-huh. and you talk about your side podcast, Males on Mail, with uh, Cliff Clavin from Cheers. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, would you and you were to go if you were to tell future your past self with you future you were able to go back in time and uh-huh. tell your past self that you would wake up early for law school and put off studying to watch an episode of Marvel content I'd be like law school what <laughs> <laughs> so that wouldn't you'd be more inclined to believe the Marvel because well, I was already doing a Marvel podcast so well, I this mean, is day barely. one. I was barely doing a Marvel podcast. This is day one, and you weren't even sold until Iron Man 3. You weren't even like willing to yeah. hunker down to watch all these movies until, according to you, I'm using air quotes, they started getting good. <laughs> I stand by those air quotes. Well, getting rid of the air quotes. The but phrase you... contained within the air quotes. <laughs> but here you are, nearly four years later, uh, excited to watch premium Marvel content. This is also the first MCU property that you watched before me. Mm, that is true. Which is, how does it feel? Feels good. It feels like the right <laughs> uh, MCU project for that to be true on. Okay. 
Yes. Um, without any spoilers, we will get full in-depth into the show, obviously. Because mm-hmm. that's what we do on this podcast. Um, Exclusively. Any, I, I, that's all we're going to be talking about today. Uh, but how are you, Jordan? Oh, I'm swell. My semester started, but now it's kind of same old, same old. I know what's going this on. Is, is this a segment of Jordan's Law Corner? I mean, barely. Like, that's the extent of it. How was how Christmas? How was the how was, uh, how was COVID good. Christmas? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see most of my family. Like, I saw mm-hmm. my immediate family, but I didn't see, like, the extended family, which I feel like is a relatively common thing, but maybe not a common enough thing yes. <laughs> in America that we reduced sure. our gathering size. Yeah, uh, it seems like uh, I've heard of a lot of um, people who got together for Christmas, and I'm curious. I mean, it's been two weeks, so we'll see if that has any uh, effects. Yeah. But hopefully not. Hopefully everyone will stay healthy. Uh, How was your New Year's? Uh, Also good. Like, I got home from—so I I was, like, in Atlanta, and then I did go to Kentucky, but I only saw my sister and her family. Okay. But I didn't see like my aunts only and as cousins. if you wanted to see more people as if they weren't. <laughs> Honestly, enough. this is kind of my ideal situation is, yeah. you know, keep it pretty small to begin with. But I'm yes. not to say if my cousins are listening, but I didn't want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you big just, gatherings kind of a lot. Yeah, you just you just like, you know, four or five people, your buddy Cade, and really that's all you need. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, That's an idea. ideal Christmas for you would be, if I was to guess, probably your sister. Yeah, she would be Probably there. your mother. Uh-huh. Uh, probably your me. Yep. I would be there. Okay, yep. <laughs> um, maybe your mailman. Mm, maybe my mailman. It depends. Okay. It, it depends how he's been the week prior to Christmas. Like, if he's been on the ball, then, yeah, come in for Christmas. <laughs> but if he's been he's like been on delaying or like my packages are wet, like he left something out in the rain, no dice. He did actually deliver the my Christmas gift to you uh, late, so yeah, maybe we shouldn't invite him that. to Christmas. Yeah. Um. How is your uh, your framed picture on on your desk? Is it? Yeah. No, it's it... beautiful. It's not on this desk. It's on my desk. You know where I do law school work because that's where I. Really well, I don't know that desk. I've never gotten a tour of your house. It hasn't happened. Well, you. Yet. Well, that's where I used to do the podcast. Was in a oh, different okay. room than the one with okay. my kitchen behind me. See, I just look. I just look at the the facing out. I don't see what's behind the yeah. computer screen. Now this was, is like a dining area, except for I have guitars here instead, <laughs> which I don't eat off of. Which I also don't see. I just They're see right a here. fridge and a microwave. Okay, they're off camera. I can get it, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it, it, your it'd word take for too it. much work. The fans want to see those guitars <laughs> in the audio. <laughs> In the audio, uh, if they've ever Make, seen a uh, uh, what's the a Squire Stratocaster bass, they've seen this one. Like, I don't know if they the have. The cheapest bass that sounds you can like buy, a rare basically. one. It sounds pretty rare to me. Yeah, you've played it. I have on our many uh, musical endeavors. I might play it again when we finally get together and do this Marvel musical. Yeah. Uh, TBT uh, or TBD, I guess is the more the expression. Um, but yeah, we have that, uh, in hopefully the summer months, we will have some, both have some free time and able to get together and watch whatever Marvel show or movie is coming out then. Yeah. I guess you working at a boarding school, you would have some time in the summer unless they have summer stuff. It is. I mean, I, it's not going to be a full summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's basically like 
much like most boarding schools, it is a week at a time. Like Christmas is one to two weeks. Uh, spring break is one to two weeks. Summer is one to two weeks. Oh, interesting. Um, so very abbreviated. Yeah. I mean, the breaks are longer than a conventional high school break would be because mm-hmm. some of these children are traveling far distances. Huh. But enough about me. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I know I asked you that already. <laughs> uh, but that does fit with the theme a little bit of the show we are going to talk about. Um, but before we get to it, have you watched any other films or movies? Uh, yes. I'm trying to think which ones I have. Did we talk about Run? No. What is Run? Oh, wait, isn't that what that's called? Probably not, if that's what you think it's called. No, it, the the movie about a girl who's paraplegic and her mom's like poisoning her so that's called run i thought that was what that movie was called. this is a pretty I, this is a pretty big release as i mean as streaming movies go we talked about this i'm trying to rem- oh. I, I apparently we didn't because you have no idea what this is <laughs> yeah run, uh, run 2020 2020 yeah huh oh, i think you'd uh, like it it's on a streaming service you own it is on hulu yeah Check it that out. That is true. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just recommend it since you haven't heard it. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I'll watch it and we can You're more of a uh, horror talk. guy than I am. And it's, it's really like a horror film. I Then I did spoil think... a little bit by introducing it. <laughs> 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 so I do. Do, do you think I'm more of a horror guy than you, per se? Definitely. Really? Maybe. you love, uh, psh, let's see, what you love the movie Psycho? Nah, no, I've never really seen Psycho. <laughs> Okay, interesting. Uh, my perception of you has changed drastically. Because you've always thought of me as the psycho guy. I, well, this guy I, loves always psycho, just, number one. I, in fact, when we met you in the dorm, I would always point to that room and I'd be like, that's where the psycho guy lives. <laughs> and, and my roommates at the time did not understand that I meant the movie. Yeah. And then they were just avoiding you because they thought you were psycho. Yeah. Well, and I didn't help things by, you know, walking around with a knife. Or the <laughs> and breaking blood. into our shower. <laughs> yeah. Always like, ee, ee. voicing out the soundtrack as the killer does in the movie uh you sure do know a lot about psycho for someone who hasn't seen it i don't even know who norman bates is (laughs) okay (laughs) this is this is very wandavision this conversation we're happening right now uh uh, um so uh you you watched run Mm -hmm. you have not seen psycho you are however i also watched pin 15 that show. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you not that. watched it? No, I have. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Just really finished good. it like last week. Oh, yeah. I watched season one. I have not finished season two yet because mm. I didn't know that it came out. Yeah. The, Whoever their PR person was slacking. The end of season two, I think, is great. I mean, okay. all of it is, I, but. Yeah. No, I really, really enjoyed season one. Yeah. It's uh, such a good premise. Like, and they, the way they put, like, play the characters is so authentic like they do a, an amazing job for being 30 years old yeah you would not think because i heard the premise uh i think they did they did an interview on comedy bang bang or something like that and they were like yeah we're 30 year olds playing four or 12 year olds or whatever mm-hmm. the, the ages and i was like this can't ha- work but yeah. sure enough it does yeah and um maya this is just a fun fact maya's mom mm-hmm. in the show is her actual mom I did know that. Yeah, which I yeah. just think is um, a cool touch. The fans also now know that. This is the 
uh, Maya Pen Fifteen fan podcast. If you are <laughs> listening for the first time, she's amazing. I, both of them are great, but Maya especially is hysterical. I I like them both. Yeah, I think that they're both a uh, slam dunk team. Uh, I'm trying to think of what. Oh, so Wonder Woman two came out. How you oh, you probably watched that. Yeah. that? I bet you watched it because you're such a fan of the first one. You liked it more than Logan. What'd you think of WW84? Uh, it was... Uh, a, there were parts I liked about it. I would say, <laughs> okay. in general, it is a pretty sloppy film. And there's a I, lot of, like... Like, there was that drought of action. There's some, like, action yeah. at the beginning. And then it just yes. goes forever. And then there's some <laughs> action again. And also, like, the... It was kind of contrived. Just mm-hmm. like the premise, the wish thing, like all that's kind of contrived. But at the same time, I, I almost didn't care because of what's his name's performance. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yes, he was. He was so huge. Like, yeah. like he was. He was going nuts with it, and I loved that yeah. about it. Like, I, I thought that was very fun to watch him just lose his mind. Uh-huh. But yes. uh, as a story. It was kind of a mess. <laughs> and like, why was Kristen Wiig there? I love Kristen. Why Wiig. did she want to be a cat? Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, She's she like, I want Wonder Woman's powers. No, but she became a cat. Yeah. And then and then I brought that up and someone mentioned uh to me that she wanted to be like the biggest predator in the jungle. Which Cheetah? Is that really the biggest predator in the jungle? It isn't. Cheetahs are like <laughs> I mean, they hang out with dogs. You ever seen pictures of a cheetah with a dog? I've never seen that. Well, I've seen a, a picture a with a dog with a cheetah. So, but the but cheetahs are very skittish and anxious animals. So to relax mm. them, they raise cheetah like kittens with dogs because dogs are so chill. So I'm just saying that's not a very scary predator if you're like best friends a dog, like a golden retriever. If you're that I... scary, you'd eat the dog. So are you saying Wonder Woman's the dog in this situation? Sure. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying cheetahs uh, aren't scary. That was the whole moral. Yeah, I think that whole movie was... All right, so I got a preface. I was at home with my family for Christmas, and we watched Soul together, mm. which was spectacular. Of course, yes. Um, I also did saw you watch Soul? Soul? Yeah. Okay. Um, and we watched Soul, and they had not seen Onward. Mm. So I showed them Onward, which I loved, mm. and I still think that's my favorite Pixar movie. Um, So I watched those two back to back, both spectacular. And then I watched this train wreck. Yeah. And it's also, it's longer than infinity war. Yeah. Well, and that's also a really tough juxtaposition because Pixar has storytelling down like so tight. Like there's nothing in there that doesn't need to be in there. And they work for years, refining and refining and refining. That process did not seem to happen with this film. (laughs) With one no. it was just like no. a sprawling kind of nonsense thing that was happening. I, I, I will say, like it was, if I had paid for it, I would have been very upset. Uh, I had also, it was Christmas, so I was drinking some beers. Yeah, uh, and as Santa Claus does on Christmas, um, and that made this movie a lot more tolerable. But if I was to watch this in a theater sober, I feel like I would have left very mad. Yeah, it, it just, it didn't hold together. And it had that classic kind of DC big scale stuff happening where they just, there's a lot, there's like that long sequence where everyone's running around screaming. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> ah! 
yeah. it just keeps Very going. Man of Steel. And it's like, Very Man why, of Steel. This feels like it's longer than it needs to be. And You could have cut 40 minutes out of that movie and no one would have noticed. And, and, yeah, but it's so weird. Like, why did they not? Like, And it also <laughs> has the two cold opens. Like, it has her as a child. Oh, yeah. What and then the it's hell like also that? this... this uh, uh, mall, the mall. she's in the mall both yeah clearly like openings for a movie but they just put them back to back <laughs> and also like the mall thing it's like you have to keep it though because if you don't have that there's just no action in the movie i feel like the first one was almost something that was or the first cold open was something that was in the first movie and then the network execs were like uh patty jenkins is your first time with dc or you know Zack snyder's our boy so we're not gonna let you put this in and then you know Second time around, she's like, I'm going to put this in. This is a pretty good sequence. Yeah. But you're right. Back to back, they should have saved one of them for the third well, movie. And then the other thing that's frustrating is, of course, Wonder Woman doesn't have a disguise. She is exactly herself. <laughs> I mean, Superman does the yes. same thing. So yeah, I, it's kind of a DC thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, except Batman. Batman has the biggest disguise. Yeah. Well, and he actually, you know, he puts something over his face, which is good. But Wonder Woman <laughs> does, does no such thing. Um, no. And then afterwards, after she's like, oh, but the camera saw me. And so she goes like, whoosh, and boomerangs yeah. and destroys the cameras. It's like, yeah. but those were sending footage somewhere. Like, they weren't storing. Like, they don't go up to the cameras and, like, take a VHS out of them because it's the 80s. It's like it's being <laughs> beamed, you know, to wherever security is. Like, that was still recorded. You just destroyed the property, but no. <laughs> it still got your face on, on camera. <laughs> no, it was the 80s. That technology did not exist. Yeah. Uh-huh. beaming technology what are you gonna think of next you kook yeah and and like uh, setting yeah. in the 80s was interesting but not interesting enough it, and her well, the chris pine I, stuff it didn't was a seem, bit of a mess there were there <laughs> were no was there was like one 80 song why did that movie need to be set in 1984 no cell phones i guess and they wanted the age of excess well they're oh that was so dumb. I feel like the only re- like what else 1984 happened in it? Like maybe th- I mean the costumes. It yeah. just seems like you're setting yourself up for way more work when you could have easily put this movie in present day. Yeah. Like there's nothing tying it to the 80s where except for the fact that uh in the DC canon, which is kind of already fucked just because their properties are a mess currently in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Uh Wonder Woman has already met Batman and Superman and I guess they're trying to be like she doesn't know them yet. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, why don't we set this in the 80s? Because everyone loves the 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so watched that after Soul and Onward, and that was a bit of a rough day. I will also say this started on Letterboxd. It started as like a 3-5 when, like, during the sneak preview screenings mm-hmm. and all that. And now it is sitting at a 2.5. It yeah. has dropped down well, an they, entire they always point, show it to their very high. Their sycophants first where like the people well, who were there christmas day it was a 3.1 huh. and it, since then just because it's on hbo and everyone can watch it it is just dropped lower and lower and lower yeah i mean it is i will say um so i i watched part of it twice just because it got paused and then we restarted behind where we mm-hmm. we had initially whatever um <laughs> and so that that gave now us the some... fans want to know the minutia of the details <laughs> the uh <laughs> The rewatching a segment twice did not make it better because also it made the film longer, but it also gave me more time to dwell yeah. on the details while it was no, re-unfolding. I, and I was like, hmm. Huh. I can't imba- imagine ever rewatching that. Yeah. That would be horrible for me. <laughs> Unlike The Incredible Hulk, which we can all, you know, 
say is pretty great. <clears throat> Did you watch uh, Death to 2020, the Charlie Booker uh, Netflix special? No, I haven't. I saw like okay. that exists. I did not. I haven't. It, is it good? It was pretty entertaining. Uh, it was interesting to see the Black Mirror guy do a comedy. Well, that's where we he's have from. Talked. He's a comedian to begin with. Oh, and then he, I did not he know that. transitioned into the Black Mirror thing. But like he, he used to have a show. There's a um, kind of a clip that is occasionally you see it in like a meme or something. That's a uh, it's like it's basically like the narrator says something like 70 percent of British people are, are afraid of technology. And then it cuts to a man on the street with a sign and he like whips out and yells uh, technology. And a lady is startled by that. Um, it's a great clip. It's much less interesting when I say it with my mouth. <laughs> the fans are like pulling over their cars laughing at <laughs> yeah, how great that I busted was. a couple guts with that one. Um, oh, boy, did you. But. The actual thing is quite funny, and it's from a documentary thing that he did prior to this. So it's something that's in his wheelhouse. Is the point of that long-winded nonsense. (laughs) I mean, this was definitely not as good as Black Mirror, but it was still enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Well, Black Mirror now is a little... eh. It's Uh, not what it was. No, but they did... I think their best season was... Whatever the one was Shut Up and Dance on it, that one was Mm. great. Um, and that was also San Junipero, which I think is a little overrated. Yeah, I think they transitioned to Netflix okay. It's just since being on Netflix, oh. it hasn't I thought started. you were talking about the original BBC is better than the new content. I mean, yeah. I, I think there's some... It's always been a hit or miss show because it's kind of like sketch comedy where like any anthology yeah. or whatever is more prone to being hit yep. or miss than a continuous one thing. Because like, even if like like a Frasier episode or something, even if you don't like the episode, you're still going to get Frasier goofs. You're not restarting with yeah. new characters where it's like, am I going to like them or not? I don't know. Like wings. <laughs> That's how I feel about wings. It's like, eh, it's same people, but like as created Frasier, but I don't care at all about wings. Yeah. No one wants to watch that. Cause Frasier's not in it. Yeah. Even though it probably went ran. I mean, he was in it at some point, like he did a cameo, but he wasn't in it regularly. Oh, he just did. Uh, he, I didn't know he played himself as Frasier. Well, not he played Frasier. <laughs> that was a very confusing sentence. Kelsey Grammer didn't play <laughs> Kelsey Grammer playing Frasier. <laughs> Frasier played Frasier on Wings. Yeah, but Wings isn't a Cheers spinoff. No, but it does. Is made by the same people, so I think also some members oh, of Cheers get in there too. Like, like huh. as if they're just passing through the airport is an excuse to bring them in. Well, that was an '80s show, right? Yeah. Or, okay, so oh man, I don't I don't know how the wings <laughs> goes. Well, <laughs> but I know the there's wings there was crossovers with Cheers and Frasier. Well, we're gonna this is the officially the Wings fan. Oh my God, it started in 1990. Yeah, and went for eight years. I'm hoping these cameos exist. I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> um, Wings, Frasier cameo everyone's got their fingers crossed oh it's called planes trains and visiting cranes yeah there you go so it does exist this is 1992 so this is before fraser started just before because i think that's 1993 is when fraser starts the premise we might have to watch this episode yeah fraser crane comes to the island to conduct a workshop and it's while conducting his workshop that helen sees him and says he's the man who ruined her life it seems that he advised her to leave the island to go to New York. 
Razor brings her on stage to talk, and while he fails to convince her it was not his fault, he passes the buck to Joe, who then stands up and says he did nothing. <laughs> what a good speech. I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we... Hey, you know, maybe maybe since we're a Wings podcast now, we'll do an ep on that ep. <laughs> we will never be a Wings podcast. We could be a Frasier podcast. <laughs> a- we could be a Cheers podcast. God, we could be such a good Frasier podcast. Yeah. There already we, is a Frasier I mean, podcast, I'm sure. Other people There's are- two that I okay. know of. That you've listened to? But, yeah. <laughs> yes. That must be where I got the idea. Yeah. But we have a Frasier sitcom that we wrote, or a Frasier fan Spec script. Yeah. <laughs> a Frasier Museum where we graduate college and the two of us move to Seattle and open a Frasier Crane. Yeah, museum. our problem is our characters were too similar. Uh you and me? Yeah. Because we were both trying to I've... be snarky like one liner guys. It was like it was like friends with two Chandlers. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't love that? Yeah, it's like all Chandler all the time. And then Seth actually had a character. And we had, oh, and then uh, Daphne, who was not cast. We had, uh, <laughs> this is way off topic. I know, this is unlistenable. People came here for WandaVision. We're talking about our the, I know, I know, I know. Wrote. But they do, hey, I, I bet, I mean, we have a pretty hardcore following 82 episodes into this thing. I feel like people are going to want to hear our Frasier Museum, or see, you know, whenever we do get around to making this. Yeah. I'm about to be a published author yeah. within a year. I'm going <laughs> to... You know, use that money yeah. to finance this project, wow. and that's going to be our next thing. Wow. The the main detail to know about the spec script <laughs> is that Fraser Crane Day, canonically, <laughs> takes place on September 11th. And that was an unfortunate coincidence, at, because that was before. <laughs> before September 11th. Yeah. But that Never is a forget. crucial detail. <laughs> to our pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Which you might think now is like, huh, I wonder if that's in bad taste. And... I don't know. I haven't read it in a while. I don't know how we handle it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could make a great Adult Swim cartoon. The first ever non-cartoon. Yeah. Well, they have... <laughs> Not an Adult Swim. No, they have Tim and Eric. Oh, Children's Hospital. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They got stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, I think we'd fit right into that slot because those shows only have to be like 15 minutes. Yeah, we probably don't have the stamina, like writing-wise, to do. I think our... Oh, we could totally write that much. <laughs> Kids these uh, kids these it's not writing the Flintstones where you got to do 60 episodes a year and do a whole bunch of blow. Uh, what, it's uh, more like 10 episodes a year, 15 minutes long, get $100,000. Man, Adult Swim having a Frasier spin-off show would be so wild cuz like people would set their DVRs to like record Frasier or whatever and they'd accidentally <laughs> pick this up and it'd be you know not what they were looking for. We need to well one Apparently, because this is news to me that our characters are too similar. I figured we were more like a Mac and Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, who are similar, but they're different enough to interact with each other, especially in the earlier episodes where it's entertaining, where they can both kind of be good cop and bad cop. Yeah. Uh, And that's how I thought our repertoire was. I mean, I've not read the script in a while. Maybe it's maybe it's it's been some years. Yeah. It's been we wrote it in 2015. It is now 2021. I'm not even sure where on my computer that would be, but that is not for the podcast. We're talking <laughs> one division, baby. Here we are with the first ever Frasier post spec script <laughs> show post Frasier. Um, no, we're here to talk about Wanda Vision. Uh, 
which is are, have we have we uh, i mean it's it's been 562 days since we've done a fresh marvel content episode and usually the protocol for these is i tell you my review i have almost always watched the movie before you have mm-hmm. or the content before you have and we get to the end and then you give your review and the reviews have been six out of six Avengers. Since this is a TV show, and we're going to be going, yeah, we can't review it throughout. Well, we, I, I so mean, we my could idea, the episode, I guess. I was thinking we just review the first, like the beginning, middle, and end of the show, and the beginning we review how much we like it and whether or not we think it will keep its uh, momentum, uh, like whether or not it will get better or. You think it peaked early? Hmm. Uh, I mean, this is all. This is our first TV show we've done, yeah. so I'm open to suggestions from you and the fans. But if they're a little too late to respond, I'm not going to listen to them. Mm. Man, I have so many thoughts about this show that I want to say, and I'm just talking about the structure. We're I know, not even I'm, diving well, into the show structure. immediately. Um, oh, okay. Which I don't know. I guess we could review what we think at the beginning. I do think it was, they were smart to release the first two episodes for reasons that are the way the second episode ended. Um, okay. Cause it gives us a good like tee off into what the show will be. Like if it was just mm. the first episode, yeah. it would have been a little bit more eh, like, what is this going to yeah. be? Uh, but the second episode makes it like a Marvel thing. Well, <clears throat> I do like, you know, <clears throat> if you're, I, you did watch the first one after you were probably still a little groggy, but the first episode ends, I just watched mm-hmm. it, uh, with the, them, the zooming out of the TV yes, that one division yes. is playing on and someone taking the notes. So I thought that would have set the tone for the entire series or season. Yeah, but I think the second one where they're like stuff is starting to infiltrate their little universe is really where it starts to set in. Like that's like the plot starts moving. Okay. Though, though, I will also say this. And let's just jump into our review because. Well, this how do you. But we have to make this. This is going to be unilateral for all TV Marvel shows moving forward. Yeah. So how we do it? Yeah, let's let's review. I guess I don't know if you need to do your review first, though. I think we could just. Do you want to say them both at the same time? I don't know what number I'd give. This well, also, one. do we do five? We don't have to do this conventional also, six out of six Avengers. Yeah. Well, I also think the um, these ratings should be averaged as we go. Okay, I like that. So the the final because if we if I give something to Wandavision now and then it turns out to be bad. I don't want it to be like you gave this score to WandaVision. I was thinking along the lines of we don't do the six out of six adventures until the very end. And then we do some mm. sort of. We could do two and two and two. <laughs> <laughs> and then we add them up, uh, add up the Avengers. And then you just have the yeah. halves. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. All right. So let's all right. Do two. That's the scale. Yeah. That's right. that's going to be interesting, though, just because I am going to front load the shit out of all of these shows because I love them so much. And then I'm going to yeah. be like, at the end, I'm going to be like, that ending was so good, but I only have enough space to make it four and a half or five or whatever. Uh, yeah. And that's what I think this is. Um, but yeah, we, we can do this. I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm. Okay, well, I'll give this two out of two. I love the beginning of this. <laughs> okay, two out of two. Like, I, I would genuinely watch, like, another six episodes of that episode one where it's just yeah. like reality isn't creeping in yet. And we're just having fun did, being in a six. Did you show. watch or did you, which I liked the first one better. Did you like the first one better? I, I liked them. Not, not to say that the I, second one was bad. I enjoyed both yeah. of them thoroughly, but I enjoyed the first one more. And I mm. think that's probably just because did you watch bewitched ever? 
Like, because that's... Uh, barely. Okay, I have seen The Honeymooners and I Love Lucy and all that stuff that the yeah. first one was clearly based off. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not watched... I don't think I've ever seen uh, yeah, a full I've episode of Bewitched. Well, or I Dream of Genie. I don't okay. know. I guess oh. I guess I don't know which one it was really aping more. Oh, that was. I mean, they're kind of. The I same. Dream of Genie makes sense. I also I was like, was Bewitched in black and white? And I didn't look it up. It might have been. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know either. <laughs> I I watched a lot more of like you said, like I Love Lucy or the Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah, that was a. Those two were the biggest ones that I watched growing up. This in terms of retro sitcoms, it very much screamed Honeymooners to me. The fir- the first episode. Mm. Yeah, um, and I just didn't watch a lot of Honeymooners. Ah. Uh, Bang zoom right to the moon. But the set, the set is like very similar to the Dick Van Dyke show. Did you know that they filmed the first? Um, it might be the first two or the first three. They filmed the first couple episodes in front of a live studio audience. Did they really? Yes, pre-pandemic. Did not know that. Huh. Wow. Could you notice it? What? Did you hear the laughs? I mean, obviously there was a <laughs> laugh track, but I just assumed that was canned. No, nope, it was real. Huh. Real laughs. Could you imagine well, uh, getting it, onto that set? It was set? really. It was actually funny. Why? Like, why didn't they invite us to go? It's unbelievable. I know they probably. You know. You know. Probably how, because of our distinctive laughs, they would have heard us through the <laughs> laugh track because we go like hee haw, hee haw. <laughs> that is so us. Well, that and you know we hate NDAs and keep imagine mm. keeping all this a secret for. However long. I guess, though, there's not a lot of spoilers in the first two episodes, especially if you're watching the non, like, zoom out or all this of the mm-hmm. other stuff happening. That seems like it was added in in post. But just the hijinks of watching these two characters in a 50s yeah. setting so, is wonderful. So, okay, so my review, I'm going to give it... I'm going to front load it. I'm going to give it two Avengers. It's just so... Yeah. I was so entertained. It's been 562 days... Um, I love that this far into a franchise's run, they do something this unique and original. And it doesn't, to me, a super hardcore fan, like, it doesn't take away, like, I can't imagine anyone being like, this isn't the Avengers. Like, this totally fits within the context of what they've set up in the universe so far. Mm. Um, uh, so who are your Avengers at the table? I mean, it seems lazy to make a vision in Wanda. Um, sure. I'll, I'll do uh, Quicksilver. Okay. Everyone's favorite Avenger. Pour one out. Uh, and Tony. Okay. Oh, poor. And they're out. also very closely related to the main characters. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm going to do a little something unique. I'm mm-hmm. going to pick Vision and Wanda. Wow, yeah. who are they? Yeah, no, they're sleepers. Not as big <laughs> as Quicksilver, neither of them. Yeah. Um. So, and I guess should we? I guess moving forward, we'll have to choose different Avengers because they can't show up again. No, they can't all be at the same. No, table. that wouldn't make like, any sense. Right now, it's it's funny because like in this, uh, these two Avengers that just showed up is just Quicksilver and Tony, and they're going to be sitting there waiting for the next time that some more Avengers get to the table. So they're just making awkward chit-chat for three weeks. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, because Tony Stark lasted with Nebula on that ship for a couple weeks, and mm-hmm. they seem to not have that much in common. Yeah. I feel like Quicksilver, who Stark's weapons, uh, you know, murdered his parents, I feel like they might have a little more in common. Yeah, they, they'd be like a little bit like... On edge, uh, but maybe they might yeah. resolve their difficulties. 
Who do you think would win? Quicksilver versus Tony Stark? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to my man, Quicksilver. <laughs> I mean, That's a joke. I mean, he wouldn't. Tony Stark would I would give it to ass. Quicksilver because Tony Stark is quick. But is he, is he as quick as Quicksilver? <laughs> but he has like... Really? Are you talking about like a joke contest? No, no, because they're they're sitting next to each other at this table, right? Yeah. And Quicksilver is crazy fast. That's true. You're telling me he couldn't just be like, boop, Tony before already, Tony Stark could react? Tony's drone is already, you know, zoomed in on his head. It's either both of them die or Quicksilver dies. I mean, I could see Quicksilver dying, like, just because Tony's technology kills him after yeah. Tony's dead. Correct. Like, jo- Tony's just being weakened at Bernie's in the suit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think we're going to get a Disney Plus television show that is Weekend at Bernie's using an Iron Man suit? (laughs) I think the fans would not like that very much. Well, it doesn't have to be Tony Stark, but it's one of Stark's suits that is like Weekend at Bernie's. And then someone dies within the suit. And then you get like... But then the the suit comes to life and it's like, wait, but if I let people know there's a dead guy in me... I'm not going to get to go outside anymore. So it's like, I got to pretend that the dead guy in me is not dead. God, I hope Kevin Feige's listening. This is gold. Yeah. We could, <laughs> we could write this stuff. I feel like we could have written these, you know, some of these spec scripts for all the different shows that they're using here. Like, yeah, there, there's so many comic books where it seems like every idea has been tried, but I fe- still feel like that Iron Man weekend at Bernie's yeah. hasn't been done yet. <laughs> uh we could be the first i mean it i again yeah that would be in poor taste if we actually use tony stark's corpse so we should probably have to you know make i mean poor taste among among marvel fans it's not like real poor taste he didn't actually die he's his death is more real to me than some real deaths i will say i believe that (laughs) (laughs) um so uh I have also so we all right so we should dive let's just dive in let's just go for it uh yeah. the plot of this of the first episode we'll start with the first one does that that make sense mm. oh yeah okay cool we'll start there that's that's the way I always start shows okay nice first episode okay I, maybe that's a quirk <laughs> well you did uh I don't have a joke there sorry I'm just too excited to talk about Marvel <laughs> yeah go for it uh, uh so this starts out with Vision and Wanda in Honeymooners Dick Van Dyke show I Love Lucy black and white um and it is a classic 50s sitcom uh plot line where they are trying to remember a date um and or no sorry they have two different things this is also very common in fraser both of them mm-hmm. think something else is happening uh right they see, now, that's a hundred percent the main sitcom device yes is that two people have a conversation where they think opposite things are happening and hilarity ensues <laughs> So they see a date on the calendar with a heart on it, and Wanda thinks it's their anniversary, and Vision thinks it is his boss coming over to dinner. Which, already, like, how much did you laugh out loud at this premise, or show, like, this episode? Uh, uh, consistently. Almost more than any other Marvel property I was laughing really? at. Really? Like, it's, but it's so up my alley. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's, like, got this retro vibe to it, and it's also got, like, this wink-wink nudge-nudge humor, like... Like the joke is about the joke. It's got some of that going on, yeah. which is which is fun, but also just the 
like these characters have been in so many things where they're taken so seriously like the the in, in Infinity War where she's destroying the stone in his head yeah. like that's such a serious moment for them yes. and then to see these exact same characters now in this situation yeah. i think it's just it's a very funny i laughed on it. i laughed I, out I'm loud impressed they did it whatever she said the first it's like one of the first lines she's like oh my husband's indestructible head <laughs> Like, just so out of the blue, like, all that. Um, they, like, clearly know who... They have they know each other at this point. Like, they've clearly already met, so this is yeah. post-Endgame. And they're just interacting as if they've been married for a long time, or been together for mm. a long time. Uh, even though they don't remember anything about their actual wedding day, or uh, any relationship details prior. Mm. Um, so, the boss ends up coming over for dinner. And he also looks like a character from the Dick Van Dyke show. Yes, and he's married to, I guess, should we talk about Vision's work? He works in like... Where he doesn't know what he's doing, yeah. but that's clearly an important yeah. part of the show. Yeah, just busy work where he's really yeah. good at it because he's a robot. Yeah, but he's just doing some sort of calculations. Yes. Which I, I assume are going to turn out to be significant. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think he's like working like subconsciously on some actual problem. And the numbers will turn out to be significant. And it's like, oh, that's why I've been calculating this whole time. He just doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, you are aware that Vision is still dead. Yes. So how is he working on these problems? Well, just the... I I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be a mechanism of whatever thing they're in. Okay. Well, I don't think he's in it. I think it's just Wanda. It's all Wanda's... But even then, he's a he's part of her subconscious, and he's trying to figure out where he is within her subconscious. Oh, interesting! Like the the figment itself is analyzing, just because that's what Vision would do, even in her imagination of what Vision would do. Gotcha. I see. Um, I okay. So he's doing uh, busy work at the factory, and uh, what <laughs> they fired that guy um, because he didn't entertain his boss at the family yeah. dinner or whatever. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, and Vision goes home. It, it, it's just, I was amazed at how much this could have been an episode of The Honeymooners. Like, mm-hmm. to have those two characters who, as you said, have been in very serious roles and serious movies uh, throughout the years, and they're just the same people, but they are nailing this imitation of 50s sitcom television. It's mm-hmm. spectacular. Because well, the whole premise of the boss coming to dinner skit is that they're putting up an act to begin with because they don't expect him to be coming to dinner like that's what it was in originally in dick van dyke is they're already putting on that but this has the additional irony built in of they're also putting up an act that they're not a witch and a robot uh, man robot man <laughs> yeah an infinity stone so it's robot a twist man. on the twist uh so and the boss is married to that 70 show mom whatever her mm. name is yes who's also very funny yes she was one of the best parts of that 70s show yeah I'd there's a lot of that. good parts of that 70s show but she was really funny i was uh never a super fan but i didn't. i i i wouldn't say i was a super fan i mean it's not that funny of a show but i certainly <laughs> enjoyed it when it was on yeah if it's on i'll watch it but i will never seek it out i don't think I did. I, I watched it on Netflix at some point. <laughs> I like did the not. I, most of it, everything but the last season, because the last season is garbage. 
I watched, I think the last, it was like some New Year's Eve. I had like a really. Eric Foreman leaves. And yeah. Like, no, I remember that. Why? And then he comes back continue. for the last five minutes of the last episode. Yeah. I, I did watch the last episode yeah. when he came back. Sure. Even though it's but. just, how much do you think he got paid for that? Hopefully a lot. I bet he did. Well, he had Spider-Man money. He was Venom. Why did he need mm. any more? I think he cared about the show is really why he came back. Then why did he leave? Because he didn't care about it enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you think we're going to get more? Because like, here's the shows that I'm pretty sure are going to happen. So we've had Dream of Genie, Honeymooners. There's going to be a Full House episode, which... That's way late. I mean, that, that that's later. Yeah, I skipped a couple decades, but yeah, I feel like the Mary Tyler Moore show will be in there. Okay, that, was that might actually show. be next. Yeah, I could see that. But except for she's not married, so like Brady Bunch is probably next. Oh, Brady Bunch. They're, yes, they're gonna have a kid. Yes, like they're pregnant. Definitely. And like that's um, Brady Bunch. They're also they have said that they're going to do an Office parody also. Really? Yes. Huh. As I think that would be, because there's supposed to be six episodes of TV or parody, and then the last three are, to quote Paul Bettany, like a really big Marvel movie. Hmm. Which... Well, I, I guess they start breaking out of the frame. Yeah, and I think they realize what... Uh, it's just going to become kind of like an action fest. And the hmm. other characters that we know are in this, um, that are cast, is Kat Dennings. We have not mm-hmm. seen her since Thor The Dark World, mm. uh, as well as Monica Rambeau, who we have not seen since Captain Marvel as a child, but she has grown right. up since then. Um, and also we have, uh, his name is slipping my mind, but the FBI agent from Ant-Man and the Wasp, Randall Parks. Okay. Or is that, I don't know, if, is that, that might be the actor's name. Uh, and those are the only three? Those are the three. They have also, rumor has it, Quicksilver will make an appearance and Doctor Strange will also make an appearance. Hmm. Because this leads right into Doctor Strange 2, apparently. Okay. Which well, is, I mean, the multiverse yeah. kind of stuff. So my theory as of right now, before we get back into explaining the fine details of the show, uh, is... Wanda is hallucinating. She's created this world. Although, what I didn't expect is uh, you hear Randall Park saying, um, mm. "What? who is doing this to you? Which I thought she was kind of isolated. Like the government, like she had done something, like she was unstable after Vision died and she caused some sort of crazy explosion or collateral damage. So they isolated her and she's kind of just doing this as a coping me- mechanism. Apparently yeah. she has been... Uh, taken or under mind control. Well, but that could just be his perception. He, she could have deluded herself, like uh, as in a kind of escapism type deal. And then she, he, she could be like, "What, what's happening to you? Like, who's doing this to you?" Because he doesn't understand that she's like intentionally hiding it herself. Okay, I mean the beekeeper guy. She'd rather be with Vision. The beekeeper guy at the end of two makes me yeah, think yeah, there's yeah, someone yeah. sinister involved. Mm-hmm. Uh. But uh, that was just my initial read was like, maybe she doesn't want to be gotten out of it. Yeah, uh, I doubt that she does. But I think that this show will end with her going back to reality and realizing Vision is dead. And then Doctor Strange or she will go to Doctor Strange or one of they'll meet up and she'll be like, I want you to set me up in a universe where this is real and I want to live there from now on. 
Hmm. That's my. She prediction. also has reality bending powers, right? Uh, kind of. I mean, so like, like this. from her from her uh, increased emotional state, she could have almost used her super emo- like a uh, superpowers to accidentally bend reality into such a way that she's collided with the reality where vision does exist. It's possible, but why would you need Doctor Strange there? Or is he doing... To explain up? what's happened. Or to, like, find her and bring her back to this reality. Is he doing damage like, like, control like, for... Like, yeah, like, she's messing with the time oh, okay. or whatever. And he's like, I gotta put this right. You can't... And, like, maybe he's the device that separates them. And they actually get, like a like, a... I don't know, more closure of an ending than... You know, yeah, sure. Uh, um, oh, too soon. <laughs> He's, That's not a very good podcast part. We just kind of—I did a visual gag, <laughs> and then we both thought about it for a second. When I did the cluck sound, I—I I was pulling the vi- the stone out of Vision's head, it was, a la Infinity War. Oh, what a what a sad scene. That. Mm. Where he is murdered. I'm gonna leave that in exactly as that went. He is murdered. Yeah, uh, murdered by his one true love, and then brought back to life only to be murdered by the opposite of his one true love. Yeah, his one he didn't true love hate. Thanos nearly at all. No, barely, barely at all. His one true hate. Um. So, uh, also the uh, back in, back to the description of the episode. Uh, they are hosting a dinner party. Wanda is. It was it very reminiscent to me of the steamed ham Simpsons episode. Because <laughs> Skinner's in the kitchen wh- whipping yeah. up all this stuff. How did you like Vision with the ukulele in the living room? That seemed very yeah. Jordan. Yeah, well, it's all very. Uh, I could see Dick Van Dyke doing the same thing. Okay, gotcha. Like just singing to distract, and then like, oh, well, let's transition to this other thing. Also, just because in those old sitcoms they would do that sometimes, where they'd have just like a guest character on who knew how to dance or something, and they'd have a dinner party scene where they have a dance for everyone. And it's like, who would do that at a dinner party? Just like everyone sits down in a circle and watches two people dance. <laughs> so like that kind of stuff happens. So th- this happening here is kind of a natural fit where it's just like, if this was an actual thing, it's just like Dick Van Dyke wanted an excuse to play his ukulele. Yes. And he did play it. I, there. Yeah, I just really loved this first episode so much. And then uh, I guess the big conflict of the episode is the boss is choking. Aside from they need to realize that they're having the... Um, they're both talking about different occasions because Wanda mm-hmm. is prepping for an anniversary. I think the real conflict is them trying to fit in with their new surroundings. I guess that's the overall conflict. But I was... You noticed like all the stuff where uh, she was like, Vision, help him, and... Uh, mm-hmm. That 70s show mom kept saying, stop it, stop it, stop it. Like, clearly yeah. that was someone talking to Wanda because she was strangling right. someone trying to help her or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Um, and There this... was some meta thing happening that we weren't seeing. Yes. But we knew, us Super Marvel fans, we knew about it. <laughs> we definitely knew about it. Um, any other thoughts on the first episode? I like the lobster on the door at the end. That was That was fun. And then she, like, knocked with it. Uh, I like I like the neighbor character. That's also like a classic. Oh, Catherine Hahn. Yes, yes. Um, I wonder who she's going to be in the confines of the MCU because she's probably not like Justin Wanda's head. Mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah, no, I think I well. It also in the who's doing this to you mm-hmm. could be her. She could be some sort of superpower. You think being. she's the beekeeper? 
or, you know, I, I mean, who knows how this is all going to flesh out, but she could have something to do with that. Or she could be a psychiatrist who's talking to Wanda mm. and like somehow she's incorporating it. Like it, I, I have no idea how, <laughs> the, how she'll be incorporated. The beekeeper a lot was, of ways. Beekeeper was very reminiscent of Legion. You, me mm. and Patrick's favorite TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what that means, but you liked this. So maybe when we get together with Patrick and watch part three, you'll like Legion <laughs> after seeing this show. It'll be a nice yeah. segment or segue to Legion. Yeah. Um, maybe. Probably not. But maybe. I'll give you that. Maybe. I'll give you a very thin maybe. But maybe. Uh-huh. So uh, episode one ends with the zoom out and... Uh, clearly someone is watching whatever sitcom Wanda is producing in her head or mm-hmm. in, I mean, it's surely it's not real life cause it's black and white and that's not how a sitcom would be produced, but someone is watching her thoughts or, mm-hmm. or some reality that she has created. Mm-hmm. She's being monitored. Uh, and then episode two is more in the either bewitched or I dream of genie style. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more the latter. Uh, and the plot of the episode is they're doing a talent show for the town. Yeah. Who who is the actress for the children? Yeah, for the ch- what? What was that? Do you think? I mean, there had to be like some sort of outside because there were no children there. Like that had to be meta for something happening outside. Well, I think for the children. I mean, it used to be just like a parody talking point like that politicians would always be like but what about the children like you got to think about the children oh so you think it was so more I, I think it was just like an kind inside of joke but also that it, it had to connect to the fact that at the end she's pregnant yeah that's another thing yeah that i was thinking who was the bitchy neighbor the the blonde girl i don't know i didn't recognize like the actress from anything else i thought she looked familiar but if you didn't and you were able to pick out the christmas story kid from spider-man far from home you think Maybe I, I just had blindness this time. Maybe you just can't do it as well in black and white. Maybe that's what it is. I need color. Yes. I, I recognize the color of his face, that that's the color of this little boy's face. <laughs> Same color. Yeah. Uh, From Christmas uh, Story. And Vision goes to hang out with the Neighborhood Watch, which seems mm-hmm. to be like a fun collection of characters. Well, uh, and it also shows another thing. Like, he's paranoid about something. Because that's why he initially goes there, is he's concerned about the neighborhood watch. With the... And yeah. also that noise that's happening outside their house isn't just the tree, it's something else. Yeah. Um, there's all these little intrusions into their little bubble. And yes. I think Vision is like, the character is concerned about those happenings. Yes. Like in a way that like, uh, Scarlet Witch is more aware that they're happening and she's trying to hide it. He's becoming aware of it within her subconscious and trying to explore it yeah. is what I, I see is happening. Because he like during the thing he was talking about, like what he he was asking what his boss, what he did, like at the dinner party. It's yeah. like, yes, but what are the calculations for? Um, I mean, so he's you... like poking around at the reality like he doesn't know that they're in an, another reality, whereas Scarlet Witch Wanda does know that they're in some sort of thing. And she's trying to preserve that. And he's not trying to preserve it. I I mean, I. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's trying to be realize like, oh, there's clearly this is made up, and she's like, no, it's all real. Everything is real. Stop mm-hmm. thinking that it's not. Um, 
and okay yeah the explosions the neighborhood watch and then vision eats gum and becomes drunk which i thought was pretty entertaining (laughs) yeah it's like that mechanism doesn't make any sense but it's great for this show (laughs) it's i mean i think it makes sense within the confines of everything well you you wouldn't say it makes sense if it happened in avengers 2 uh he would i mean he probably wouldn't be drunk he would probably i mean (laughs) if he just ate gum that wouldn't i feel like of all the technology could handle that of all the movies with vision in them for that to happen in avengers 2 would be the most likely that that made sense yeah i mean i mean it wouldn't have made the movie worse (laughs) you might have liked it more (laughs) yeah what if he ate gum and then malfunctioned and started doing magic tricks in human form to people as Sokovia? I probably would have liked it. <laughs> I liked it here at least. Yeah, this was, and then he tries to spoil to the whole town that they have superpowers um, mm. because he's drunk on gum. Well, because he wants the magic to be good. I feel yeah. like is partially why he's like, but what if I do some real magic? Yeah, and then she and then Wanda, yeah. Wanda is uh, at fixing it. To make sure that nobody reveals, or their secret is not to reveal to anyone. Uh, I really loved that line where she pulls out the piano and the guys in the audience, the sad bastard, <laughs> yeah. who got fired. He's like, that was my grandma's piano. <laughs> yeah. I really hope he's just a sad bastard in all of the episodes. Like, he just keeps getting, yeah. like, wherever he goes, yes. something bad's happening to him. <laughs> I really hope that's the case. And then I want to find out who he is without, like, like, like outside. Yeah, <laughs> he's basically like Hans Mole Man. And then I want to find out who he is outside of the WandaVision world. Mm. Also, what do you think of these theme songs that they're doing? Well, like the first one, it felt like, oh, this is, I know what this is referencing. But again, like you, I didn't watch much whatever the show is. The second one is parodying. So I was like, this is probably in the style of that show. (laughs) But I don't, like, I have nostalgia for it. Gotcha. I I hope the next one is, though, Mary Tyler Moore, only for the theme. Because it has her famously throwing her hat up into the air. Uh-huh. And I think they could do something funny with that. I don't know what. But it just seems like a really good opening to parody. You think he'd fo- throw an infinity stone in the air and then catch it with his forehead? Maybe. or But also the a Brady Bunch parody would also feel like something kind of how, irresistible. Yeah. It's how do they do? squares. How do they do? Yeah. Brady Bunch with two squares? Yeah. Like this is pre-kids. Problem. I mean, they could, they could add in the neighbors and the people of the neighborhood watch and the people of her social group and stuff. Yeah, I guess, but that's still like and it's all about the kids. And then that sad guy could do something funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so overall, just the first two episodes, mm-hmm. um, you liked them the same. Uh yeah. No, I, I I wouldn't say I had a strong preference for either of them. I just think thought thought. My only thought was that I could see I want more of these episodes because we're going to move out of this into like different eras of TV. And I think I'll enjoy all of those. Uh-huh. But, like I could, again, like six episodes of just that first episode would be great. I, I would just I'd eat it up <laughs> of just different 50s plots. Yeah. Classic. OK. Yeah, I would. So I, like, would like, I, want, I want to I want to see them like, you know, that uh, I love Lucy episode where they're in the factory and they're eating all the stuff as it's going by them on the conveyor belt. <laughs> it's, it's a very famous episode where they're okay. trying to, like, keep up with like they get a job working at like a I can't remember what food it is. It's like it's like sweets or something. Sure. And, and they can't let the defective ones go past this thing. But then it starts getting faster and faster and they can't <laughs> handle it. So I don't know. Just, there's just so many interesting old sitcom things they could have parodied but they can only they only have so much time 
what uh, so okay so brady bunch is a good one mary tyler moore is possible um they de- they did say they were going to do an office parody which i guess would be modern so if there's four tv shows left and they'll do full house do you think uncle joey will make a cameo in full house uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, they certainly have the money to do it. And an Olsen child is in it. Like, how yeah. weird is that? Like, they're going to do a Full House parody. Or mm. uh, maybe they'll do, like, Roseanne. I'm trying to think of other 90s sitcoms. Well, you also, like, what 80s ones are they doing? Yeah, I guess like, I did skip a decade. The Wonder Years. Cheers. Cheers. I would love Cheers. <laughs> oh, my God. I could would you, love Cheers. Could you imagine? Paul Bettany could be Frasier, basically. Oh, totally. Like he could be, like, that snooty character, and she could be Lilith, and it could just be all references to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically just Frasier. But then they're yeah. divorced, and these two clearly love each other. No, but they're not divorced in Frasier. In Frasier, they do love each other. I mean, sorry. In Cheers, they do love each oh, other. Oh, uh, well, sure. For, until yeah, until yeah. he until uh, they don't. Until gets they on don't. a gets on a building and uh, threatens to kill himself. Yeah, the TV was funny in the eighties, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was also an interesting point. Like in Cheers, it's like very serious or very very comedic, and then in yeah. Frasier, he talks about that same incident and it's very serious. Yeah, well, and there's also just like Cheers is inconsistent with his history in Frasier, like. Uh, I think he says his dad's dead in Cheers. Yeah. It also, there's a flash. alive in Frasier. <laughs> there's a flash forward to he's dead and he's still married to Lilith. Mm. She shows up at his funeral or something. Yeah. Inconsistent with the lore, Frasier does not end also, up with Also, like, Lilith. Freddy's age is kind of wonky. Like, I think that doesn't add up. I yeah. Think something goes wrong there. This is the most Frasier we, we have talked on a Marvel. It's because we're talking about sitcoms. I, I know it really sitcoms. does fit in so well. What what other eighty sitcoms other than Cheers? Because it's it's got to be they're all family based. Well, I feel like there's a lot of like cop procedurals. Then, like they could almost do something like that, like T.J. Hooker. But I mean, it's family. What what about like? Yeah, I guess it does have to be a family sitcom. But the Wonder Years, like. It seems like the quintessential ones. I'm gonna Google '80s family sitcoms. Oh, what about what about Family Matters? Oh yeah, totally. Oh my yeah. God, Alf! Could you imagine them doing Alf? And Vision is Alf because he's kind of not really <laughs> an alien. He's not an alien. <laughs> he's not an alien at all. <laughs> but I don't know. I love I love the idea of Urkel, and then and then like Vision turns like it makes a machine to make himself cooler and he changes from vision to like vision <laughs> like steve urkel becomes stefan why don't they invite us to write these things like i don't know i we would kill it absolutely oh what like what if it was alf but they had like one of the kids was like a mutant or something because in the comic lore um their kids are uh, Wiccan and Speed, which are X-Men, I believe. Hmm. Um, which now they have the rights to, so they can get away with that. They can start doing mutants. Um, but I, like, if one of their kids was like Alf and they hid it from all the neighbors and everything, I think that would be pretty funny. <laughs> or, or they got like a Chitari alien, and for some reason it's just rolling around the house. I want to see an Alf parody. That's all I'm saying. I didn't watch enough Alf to really appreciate oh, boy, this, this Alf. Boy, did I love Alf. I've never oh. seen a single episode of Alf. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's goofy 80s sitcom at its finest. Hmm. It's a family where 
an alien crashes into their garage, and he lives with them, and the alien eats cats, but he promises not to eat cats if they let him stay with them. Also, I thought of another one that okay. I think might actually be the one they do end up parroting. Dukes of Hazard. Oh, married with children. <laughs> yes. Yeah, married with children is... Yeah, that seems Very accurate. natural. Yeah. But aren't those kids old? Like, that's an older couple. Yeah. Because so far, chron- cannot, or, uh, chronologically... But, but like, like they, she got pregnant in an instant, so why not... The kids could grow up in an instant. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to go backwards in any of these TV shows. I think they're only going to go forward chronologically. So, like, mm. they were newlyweds in the first one. The second one... They were they had been married for a little bit and pregnant, still happily mm. married. Uh, and I feel like married with children is jumping the shark a little bit to the point where, you know, mm. I mean, they still love each other, but there's also like we've been married for so long. This person's annoying. Um, yeah, that doesn't fit their characters very well. It just seems like an iconic. It does, uh, but I guess place. Full House is technically and, the and, 80s. and the theme writes itself like Wanda and Vision <laughs> yeah. go together like. Something that rhymes with vision. <laughs> Television. See, that's vision in it. You can't do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we should write that. And then we should just write the songs. I guess you could do vision and Wanda. I don't really have a rhyme prepared for Wanda, so I don't know why I thought that would be better. Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> they reference the movie that comes out. <laughs> or the actual hotel. Oh, okay. Which... I don't know if the hotel... I don't know anything about that movie, so <laughs> oh, okay. I can't make jokes playing off this. Don Cheadle's in it. Yeah, it's a very the War sad. Machine himself. Yeah, that's all I know about. It's a very sad movie. I know War Machine's in it. Yeah. Um, we should watch it. <laughs> yeah, for the podcast. Uh, so I, I would think that Full House would be the '80s if Mary Tyler Moore is. No, so that's the '90s. You mean? No, Full House is an '80s show. It's. I mean, it ended in the '90s, but it's. I think it starts Didn't in '88. Oh well, that's late '80s. It's '87. More '90s. '87, wow. baby. Huh. That's. I've always that's thought of it more of a That's the heart of thing. the '80s, because I feel like Family Matters is more '80s. Uh yeah, but again, they're well. Yeah, Family Matters could work. I, I, I don't think Married with Children will work because they're too old in that, and the kids are also old. Also, all in the family. It's pretty big. Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s show. That's, again, the kids are all grown up and they've been married a long time. Mm. Um, well, they could trying... be the young couple because there's like sure. that young couple that's living with. And, and so it'd be like Paul Bettany is trying to explain to a cantankerous old man something. <laughs> Who do they end up living with? I mean, I like that, that that would work because they're like on the run from whatever like beekeeper yeah. or whatever reality is setting in. So Wanda just moves houses. Yeah. To live with an older couple, and I would like I would oh, watch this. Hell another out of big that. '80s one that is certainly not going to be it is, or maybe there's a '90s one. Ah, it's, I guess it's '80s. Is the Cosby Show? If, if this is, if this was a different universe than the one we are currently living in, the Cosby Show is huge <laughs> and would very likely be referenced at some point, like Paul Bettany in a funny sweater. But yeah. as it stands, likely not referenced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that I mean that was. Family sitcom, as far as family sitcoms went, that one was king for a long time. Yeah, Cosby uh, Show. Huge. Do you think they'll, maybe they don't do the Cosby Show, do you think they do the Cosby Mysteries? <laughs> they probably don't bring Cosby in at all. <laughs> oh, Cosby, a, a Cosby-less universe? Yeah, I think this one is. Okay, well this one, universe. this one is, but the Marvel, un- I mean there's a multiverse now. 
there's there's a mul- there's a universe where Cosby was just the sitcom doctor and none of the terrible stuff. Maybe, but we ain't living in it. We surely are not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think it'd be a little bit crass of the MCU to include it and then say, "Well, but in their universe." It's fine. <laughs> I think that's in poor taste, and I hope Kevin Feige doesn't do that. Fingers <laughs> crossed. That would be very ballsy. Uh, yeah, hopefully <laughs> hopefully he does not ruin this. God, Maybe this is the one time he's listening. Like, someone heard our Weekend at Bernie's Iron Man thing, and they're like, uh-huh. you got to listen to this podcast, but they just let it keep playing. Uh, and, and then, then, and then they, they held it up to him, and he heard just that part. That they held up Cosby 80 minutes be. worth of podcast to Kevin Feige's ear, and at no yeah, point like, did he have them arrested. Listen to this. <laughs> and, and then he just heard that part, and he's like, oh, I will include that. That is clever. Cosby's fine in this universe. <laughs> It's like, no, you listen to the wrong part. (laughs) It just sounds like Back to the Future, where he's listening to Johnny B. Good. That's what I was referencing. (laughs) Listen to this. You know that new parody sitcom style you're going for with Marvel content? Well, listen to this. (laughs) And then Kevin Feige, meanwhile, is playing Johnny B. Good on guitar, unrelated. Yeah. And then he stops playing to listen to this. Uh yeah, so what show do you think you're looking forward to the most parody wise? Like which spin off or you know? What definitely once they get to the nineties. Whatever nineties thing they do. And I guess they'll really probably do a bit of an al- amalgamation of stuff, but that is the era of television I obviously grew up watching, like on reruns, Nick at Night is like uh, that yes. late eighties, early nineties stuff. Yes. So that that hits me closest to home. I've seen more sitcoms in that era than anywhere else. Ooh, also Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, that would be a good one. But the kids old, like, yeah, I just feel like yeah. these the age groups, I think Brady Bunch is a really strong possibility. Um, Roseanne, because by that, Full House definitely will happen. Uh, Roseanne, maybe when the kids are older. I'm curious if these kids, because if these kids do age, like... They'll probably end up being like Young Avengers or something. They'll oh, use them in the how universe. How great would it be if they did like a Malcolm in the Middle? Oh my and god! And they're, they're Lois and Hal. I would love that way more probably than I would like an Office parody. But I think way more people would like the Office parody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's the now, safe Malcolm bet. in the Middle is just not a big enough show, or like also like Arrested Development or anything like that. Oh they couldn't god. do because it just wasn't famous enough. wasn't famous enough. They need. They have to hit culturally significant. Did you hear that there was some study where? Last year, people people watched more than 57 billion hours of The Office. Yeah, and I also saw that that only means that it was watched beginning to end like 13 million times. That's like that's so all many. that like it, so if times. you watch it 13 million times, that counts for that. But I but at the same time, if you would ask me how many people in America watch The Office regularly, I would have guessed like five percent, and that's less than that. You think five percent of all Americans watch The Office? regularly yeah yeah i mean it does watch the office i I think it's just our the groups we hang out with i feel like you go out to out west and there's you know there's a lot of people watching smallville we're pretty late in the episode now we probably don't have too much so i can sneak in this hot take here maybe i've said this before i think friends is better than the office Ooh, yeah, I definitely yeah, disagree wow. with that. Ooh, wow. Kevin what Feige is now take. hanging up. He's throwing out his guitar out the window. He's like, I was going to take their ideas. I even liked that fake Bill Cosby universe bit, but <laughs> this will not stand. Yep. That's, yeah, that's insane. You're a crazy person. 
Nah, I mean, I like The Office. I just like Friends. I love The Office. I don't. I love The Office more than Malcolm in the Middle. I just think that the Malcolm in the Middle would be a more suitable parody for what they're trying to do here. I also I like Malcolm in the Middle better than The Office. Also, you're. I don't think you like The Office. No, I like The Office. I just, <laughs> I like The Office more than uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't like wow. Always Sunny in Philadelphia that much. I like I like it, but I could I would never watch it alone. I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think I like that more than The Office, but only because I think the quality of that show has <laughs> pretty much kept up. Whereas so I was the, just thinking the rest of this episode is us just picking random things and comparing <laughs> them to It's it's very WandaVision. Uh mm. speaking of which, uh, I guess to uh Put sort a pin of in it. Yeah, wrap it up. Uh do you have uh, predictions like how, how do you think this this is going to work i gave you my prediction where i think she's creating this universe for herself um and dr uh, B- or dr strange might bring it to life at some point yeah i don't i don't know i i haven't i haven't tried to figure it out like mm-hmm. i haven't i just i'm kind of like wanda i don't want reality to creep in i just want this to stay a little sitcom parody thing that goes on forever uh so Mm -hmm. i'm not thinking of what will happen once that shell is broken but (laughs) i don't know i think it's a i think vision is manifesting in a self that will have more agency than as if he's completely dead like i think her her animation of him inside her subconscious will turn out to be some sort of like she's channeling a little bit of his soul from somewhere beyond or something like that will be happening. So either from another universe or he survived somehow in the ether of the whatever. Maybe a piece of infinity stone or so. Well, yeah, I guess Captain America ran off with the stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows where those are? Although a uh, fun piece of Marvel mailbag, um, they announced that Chris Evans will be returning in the MCU in like smaller roles. And I'm thinking probably to explain where he put all the stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also Chris Evans tweeted yesterday after this news broke, he, he just tweeted news to me, <laughs> <laughs> but pretty funny. who would turn down that Marvel money though? Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, one of the OG Avengers. All right. Well, um, I think we've, Thoroughly loved WandaVision. We both yeah. gave it two out of two. Two out of two for the first uh, ep, and we will be back in, I guess, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will do episode five or two or three through five and talk about the midway through the show. And then a month later, we will talk about the entire show's run right, right. around March. Well, I've been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. But you liked it. This is so I know, confusing. I know, I liked it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cade Weiberg, and no, it doesn't.